Welcome to another episode of Brick House, the podcast about reframing porn addiction. I'm your host, Ben Fraser, who also happens to be a recovering porn addict. Today we're talking about how porn saved my life. What? We'll find out what that means in a minute, but first, the 60-second check-in. Well, today is 124 days of sobriety. Not too bad. Um, Actually, it's the fifth longest time I've ever gone without looking at porn. I'm hoping to get up to the third longest time, which will be 184 days. But uh, that's another 60 days if you're good at math. So, um, but I'm feeling good. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to be doing. So, feeling good about it. All right, so the topic is porn saved my life. Um, Which is a little bit funny since I have really strong feelings against porn. So how can I say that porn saved my life? I could make another case that porn ruined my life. But let's talk a minute for like, well, how did it save my life? All right, so this is what I'm thinking. So here I am. Well, I'm I'm 55 right now, but at one time I was 11 years old and I realized that my dad had this big stash of porn that I had access to. But what it, what was really extraordinary was that it was really exciting to look at these pictures and masturbate. And it had a huge hold on me. It really grabbed me, so to speak. And didn't let me go. So my question to myself, and maybe to you, is like, well, why? Why did did this have such a strong hold on me? All right, it's exciting. Maybe you could say that, well, any any, uh, boy who has sexual feelings or girl, or depending on, you know, what's going on here, um, whatever your tastes are, whatever it is, um, who has sexual interest is going to be excited by these pictures. That might be true. But, you know, it is also true that everybody who looks at porn doesn't get addicted to it. It doesn't always become compulsive for every person who views it. Okay. Um, Just for some of us, not for every single one of us. So why did it have such a stronghold on me? So I think the reason it had such a stronghold is because it was serving a need. You know, I was lonely, I was isolated, um, I did have sexual feelings and urges, and I didn't know what to do with them. You know, I didn't know how to talk to girls. I didn't, I was, I was confused. <laughs> so this, this porn and masturbation thing really made me feel great and took away a lot of those feelings uh, that I was struggling with. Um, So, in a sense, it saved my life. It made my life less miserable (laughs) in so many ways. I mean, I wouldn't have died if I hadn't found porn, so it didn't save my life that way. But from the perspective of that that boy, it, like, made my life, you know, it, it kind of changed my life from being black and white to color, okay? It made my life so much better. That's what it felt like at the time. I think you know what I'm talking about, okay? You know, if you didn't, if, if you in part of you didn't think that porn was amazing and great, 
you wouldn't be here listening to me right now, okay? So there was something kind of great and magical and transformative about it at that time. But as we know, as we know, uh, there is a dark side. There's a flip side. There, um, you know, you it well, as we as we know, um, it can start to become compulsive, and I found myself masturbating all the time, looking at magazines all the time, and so instead of making my life better, it started to make my life worse. It's it's it made me more isolated, made made it made it more difficult to actually talk to girls, made it more difficult to have a a good social life. Um, and then, of course, you get all these other kind of side effects of, you know, porn feeding my fantasy life in a kind of unhealthy way by making me think that relationships are the way that they're depicted in porn, of like girls always want to have sex with you and so on, um, so that when I actually do have a real relationship with a, with a girl or a young woman, uh, she doesn't act anything like the... Uh, the characters in porn. So it's kind of confusing. So, so the whole thing kind of um, flips over and, and the porn doesn't actually serve my needs anymore. In fact, it just makes my life worse. And then I start having other feelings about porn, like this thing has got a hold on me and I'm out of control and I'd like to get back to control. So that is where we find ourselves now and where I find myself now all these years later. Okay, so what value is there in talking about porn like it saved my life? You know, how does that help us? Well, one reason to look at it this way is that if there was such a strong need, a strong force drawing us towards porn, um, it was kind of irresistible. And if it's irresistible, then it's not your fault, okay? And if it's not your fault, then there's no reason to be ashamed of it. So one reason I want to talk about this is to tell you that you don't have to be ashamed of it. This was something that was kind of inevitable, you know? This was something that you needed desperately, and it it filled a need that was desperate at the time. So, of course... Of course you you got addicted or of course it became compulsive. Of course you couldn't stop because it was so important to you. So that's one reason. So the other reason is that, well, if there was this big need, what was that need? And it let's let's take a look at that need that we were trying to fill. And here I am an adult, here you are, I think, probably. <laughs> You're probably an adult, too. And now you do have a choice, okay? Um, you actually can choose how to fulfill your needs. And it's difficult when you have a certain habit of fulfilling your needs in a, in a particular way. But you're, you are an adult now and you can go, oh, well, I'm feeling lonely. And you don't have to just do the thing that you always do when you're feeling lonely. You could, you could try something else. I was listening to um, Daria Rose the other day, the Foodist um, podcast, and she was talking about she was talking about addiction actually, 
And uh, she said she doesn't like to use the word addiction. She likes to think of it like a, a pathway in your uh, in your brain. And she talked about uh, as as though it's a pathway in a in a rainforest. You know, if there's a well trod path through the rainforest, that's where you go. Um, but and that's a habit. But um, if you're trying to break a habit, it's basically like taking a machete and trying to cut a new path through heavy rainforest. It's hard. It's really hard, but it can be done. And that's kind of what we're doing here. But one of the one of the tools that we can use to help us get th- to create that new path is to try and understand, well, what was that need that we were trying to fill? What, 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 what were we looking for? And can we find it in a different way that ultimately is going to feel better to us and make our lives better? So that's the topic. That's basically what I wanted to say today. Let me know what you think. All right, now it's time for appreciations. I want to appreciate another podcast called Science Versus. And this particular podcast episode that I liked was Science Versus Guns. It's two parts. And I think it's very uh, apropos lately because of the debate that uh, is happening right now, especially um, started by young people in Parkland, um, about gun control and gun safety. And so this show, Science Versus, basically says, well, what what do we know? Uh, what's the science here? Do, do background checks work? Do gun buybacks work? How can we, what can we do to actually um, stop gun violence? All right, well, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. You can find links to some of the things I talked about in the show notes. If you have questions or comments, if you want to watch the Brickhouse web series or listen to other podcast episodes, go to BrickhouseWebSeries.com. Feel free to drop me a line and let me know how you're doing. Also, um, I'm going on vacation uh, next week, so it it might be a couple weeks before um, the next episode drops. So uh, if you don't hear from me, it's just because I am having fun on a beach somewhere. Remember, porn might have saved your life, but... You have to save it now.